This now, Glenn. Yeah. Episode nine. Episode not already? Yeah, it's like nearly ten. Wow. Nearly ten episodes. If you count the fingers on your hand, mm-hmm. uh, discount, include one thumb, discount yeah. the other one, that's how many episodes. Wow. Mental. Nine uh, this is episode nine of the More Than Mostly Comedy podcast. Uh, tonight we've got interviews with uh, Norman Lovett, our second Norman Lovett interview. Yeah. And also an interview with Nish Kumar. Very exciting. Both Indeed. of which were recorded at tonight's Mostly Comedy, which is uh, February of 2014. Yes. Before we introduce the first act of this evening, something to share with you, Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently bought some new boots. Yeah. Um, I had some other boots and they were quite good. I got them from Shoe Zone. It's the quality place for buying shoes, isn't it? That was my first mistake, basically. I mean, it is a shoe zone. It is solely shoes, solely being a a shoe-based pun. I bought some boots. I was quite happy with them. But to be fair, they were similar to some I had previously, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, And the sole had come off then. These ones, they started falling apart whole straight away. So I took them back and wanted to replace them for a new pair. But unfortunately, they've discontinued that pair Ah. because they make make holes. Mm -hmm. So now I've got the best pair of shoes I could get for the same amount, which is $19.99. Which, is, which was Prince's favourite year. Yeah. Um, and they've got a big heel on them. I'm showing them to you now. I like them. That, but I don't because... Is that a zip that goes all the way down to the foot? Hang on. The bottom of the foot. Oh, ah, this is awkward. There we go. Mm. Okay. But the problem is, I'm so, they're like really front-weighted. <laughs> so I walk around like I'm on high heels. Yeah. And they sound like women's shoes. So I'm very self-conscious when I walk around a, co- a quiet street because they're bullshit. So, I bought, and because I fell over at the Mostly Comedy recently... Was it in those shoes? Uh, in similar shoes oh, okay. with shit soles. I bought my other pair of shoes with me tonight to change for the show. And then when I went to put them on, five minutes before it started, the lace broke. <laughs> so I had to tie a knot in my lace. So basically, shoes for me right now, not good. And you've not had a lot of luck with shoes? I've not had a lot of luck. Nineteen ninety nine. Maybe the answer... Is don't go to shoe zone. You could be right. Yeah. You could be right. You know, that. although they're called shoe zone, and you'd think that that would mean they'd be a zone full of shoes, which good they obviously shoes. are. Yeah. Clearly not good shoes. No. no. But the problem is when you're as poor as someone like I am, nineteen ninety nine is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. And it's backfired. Anyway, that's enough about my shoes. Uh, our first interview this evening is with Nish Kumar, uh, who has played mostly comedy in just about every venue we've ever run it, in fact. He has. Uh, the George, the Croft, the Market Theatre, the Edinburgh. Queen Mother Theatre, Edinburgh, uh, Leicester Square Theatre, bloody everywhere, really. Yes. And this is interview now, so sit back, get comfortable and listen to Nish. Here we are with uh, Nish Kumar. Yes. Very Hello, exciting. boys. Hello. Good to have you here. I can't think when Good the last time here. was you were here, is it? Probably in the run-up to... It was the, no, I know exactly when I was here. It was the run-up to Edinburgh last year. Because you I came was. to London after that, didn't you? Uh, London after that. that, but the last and time I, I was in Hitchin was the lead-up to Edinburgh, and I had the shits like you wouldn't believe. Oh, Are we really? in real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I had the shits like you oh, would really? not believe. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I was so, it was right in the middle of this period where I was just like, I was ill, and I was just right. travelling a lot. But it was, uh, I, literally, I would, the adrenaline surge you get on stage meant that I was only really lucid for the hour a day that I was on stage. Otherwise, right. it was just yeah. chaos, absolutely. I remember, I did a, I can remember awkwardly saying to you in London, I can't remember when the last time we saw you was, and it'd probably been about a few weeks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I felt like such a dick afterwards, yeah. you know, and you kind of go away thinking, oh, I'm such a cunt. Oh, oh God, no, I do. Well, you are. Well, yeah. So. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not only are we allowed to swear, anything. we're allowed to deploy the, yeah. the biggest of all I know, swears. I'm sorry. I, I might bleep that word out. Bleep. Bleep that word out. So how was Edinburgh? And you did the Soho, didn't you? you yeah, that's run? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did um, uh, an Edinburgh run, and then I did a couple of weeks in Soho, and I've been busting the show around the country a little bit. Um, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. 
Was it your second full hour? That's right. Yeah, it was uh, show number two. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. it was. Um, yeah, it was, was good. Was it, it was fun. It was interesting to start with just you. The first hour of material that you do as a stand up is just everything you've ever done. Mm. And then. We're still doing that now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Working on that hour, aren't we? It's yeah. good. Well, it's good. It's good to take your time over because it's interesting. Yeah. You end up in September going, well, I have nothing. Yeah. I have absolutely nothing. There's mm. no. You're not working off any starting point. And it's kind of terrifying. Like last. But I mean, to be honest, like I sort of started. I had some ideas in the lead up to The Fringe in 2012 about what mm. I might want to talk about. And some quite specific stuff happened to me right. in September in relation my poster got turned into an internet meme. Oh, yeah, and a I bunch of really that, yeah. specific stuff happened in September 2012. And the second show really came out of that. Right. So yeah. I, I kind of I had like an artificial starting point. Yeah. This uh, September 2013, I really mm. literally had nothing. So it's, it's, you start again, you're like, yeah. right, from the ground up, what the hell, what the hell am I going to talk about now? Yeah. Yeah. Are you piecing something together then? Is it yeah. Sort of yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. starting to, uh, you know, drag some pieces together and you're starting to like, yeah. see how it was. But yeah, the second show is always, always a bit of a nightmare. It's the David Trent thing, isn't it? This is all I have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Trent's yeah. show was a great, he sort of, it was a sort of, uh, you know, a, a lot of comics related to the idea of calling your show this is all yeah, I have because yeah. um, like like you know Trent and I have been going for about the same amount of time and we yeah. were both in September just like what, 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 do you do yeah, yeah. what the hell do you do from there yeah. um, it's very pressured isn't it particularly if you've had a particularly good show and like with David Trent's stuff you know because he was obviously nominated wasn't yeah. he one of those things you think well, where do I go from there now everyone's yeah. looking you, know? you kind of yeah. put a t- you sort of you know in your first year people have no ex, but you create expectation. Yeah, and then you're sort of like, well, you know, have I put some a target on my back mm. for people to, you know, because you've set a level when you're in your first show. No one knows what. I mean, yeah. no one particularly knew what to. Exp- no one knew who I was, but my first show was called Who Is Nish Kumar yeah. on the basis of my general anonymity, and yeah. so it was great because you're constantly surprising people. Yeah, but um, yeah, this this definitely all of this stuff goes through your head. I think. Yeah, when the second show has been. I was going to ask you as well because obviously because we're a double act, we're sort of driven by each other in the sense that we, you know, we help each other with the writing and all the sort of things. Just remaining driven on the idea. What's it like on your own? Do you is it hard to be your own boss in that sense and to keep Uh, your confidence up and keep sort of driving yourself, or does it? You know, what is that like? Yes, it can be, but I think um, you know you uh, you start. Stand up is like a school year. Like you start with a bunch of people, mm. and a lot of them become your closest friends. I mean, we've mentioned David Trent, yeah. Nat Metcalf, who's on tonight as yeah. well. Uh, you know, somebody like A Caster. Mm-hmm. You know, these yeah. are all people that I started with, and yeah. so sometimes you egg each other on a little bit and sometimes yeah. that's because you will literally go hey I have an idea and you talk it through mm. and sometimes it's because you'll go and see somebody do some new stuff and you'll be like right yeah. I've got to get my right, yeah. get my act together see, yeah, you yeah. know it's one of those things where you've got to really like you, you your, your peers and friends are, are a great benchmarking exercise because you can sort of watch somebody because sometimes you start to get lazy and then you see 
if I see something Trent has done mm-hmm. or I see something James is doing, you know, you could suddenly go, right, okay. So, you know, uh, the the bar has moved. So you've got yeah. to play catch up because you don't want to yeah, be, yeah. you don't want to be the person left behind. Yeah. And it's funny because yeah. there were so many of you. It's like pretty much when we started Mostly Comedy, really. Yeah. all came at yeah. the same time. All, same, all sort yeah. of starting out. Yeah. And then, What's happened for them? Yeah, there wasn't there. So oh, Nick and, yeah, and Josh, yeah. Helm, yeah, Josh, yeah. Matt, yeah, yeah. me, amazing. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of uh, the, we we all used to we used to play this gig when it was not yeah. the, the first previous the, venue, the, but the, the venue before one. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The George. Yeah. And we, yeah, we felt great. Sort of, you feel quite lucky. We felt quite lucky in that yeah. sort of sense of we obviously picked the right people. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> you know, but in a really nice, by, in a really yeah, nice by way, by luck or by design. Yeah, but but fantastic because you were just a. Fantastic group. We always said the sort of shame for us because we were the ones organising the gig meant that we never really got... You know, we knew you and you were sort of friends but only in the sense that because we were like the promoters and we spent the whole thing... You know, it's like if you run a night, you're sort of stressed about the general running of it. Yeah, yeah. So we'd often barely have a conversation with anyone and probably the first thing we'd say is actually, if you could just move in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all like ordering someone about, isn't it? There's no niceties. It's all about like, yeah, if you can just go and wait in there. Who's your Yeah, it's difficult Thank you very much, bye-bye. It's constantly you're constantly like trying to be aware of your administrative duties yeah. Yeah. as much as sort of trying to have a good time it's yeah. tough when you're right yeah it's tough really when you're right yeah. and also we sort of bustle in 15 minutes before we have to go on do yeah, our yeah. and, and we're like what the fuck yeah. off like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah no exactly and um, that's why things like this really helps because for the first time we actually get to have a, a chat with yeah. them yeah. rather yeah, than exactly. just doing all yeah. the admin so. Well, I feel like I'm constantly, I'm sort of vaguely aware of what's going on in your lives. I like yeah. to make sure that I know yeah. who has reproduced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and now you do. Now you're up to yeah. the baby uh, yeah. situation. Always, yeah, because yeah. I've known you guys for yeah. absolutely years. Yeah. Like, but yeah. It's, it's funny that, isn't it? We, we are, I always say to people, like, cause you, do, I mean, not, you sort of do that boasting thing, but people, you know, when people say to you, you do comedy old, you, who do you know? And you kind of name like all of you guys and people go, oh wow, oh yeah. Josh Whittacombe, wow, yeah, we know yeah, who that man, is. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's kind of like, weird. because dining out on the fact that I've met <laughs> Josh Whittacombe. Oh really? <laughs> but it's amazing, it's, right? But it's you bizarre because then you kind of think, yeah. It's just Josh, it's just Josh Whittaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember but a couple of times he did the door for us because there wasn't somebody there oh, to do yeah, it. And yeah. it's just, yeah, yeah, you just think yeah. it blows people's minds to think yeah. that, you know, because it's just amazing how much everyone's sort of travelled from that yeah. point. You know? But it, you, he's, you he's did... just Josh, he's my mate, yeah. he's yeah. just his kid. But it's weird that he then, like, oh, on everything, yeah. yeah. So famous. But I think yeah. for uh, for me, and for both of us, I suppose, but we, I still feel like I'm lying a little bit because although we've had you guys on quite a lot, we sort of only see you for that brief amount of time. So you think, yeah. I'm saying that I know this person, but you know, I don't, you yeah. know, we haven't really spent that much time with them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, well, Am I lying? Am I just a fan? Yeah. of yeah. years as well. Like, yeah. I probably first True. met you guys in 2010. I think it was... We started, uh, yeah, we started we started I remember the first so, time you yeah. came was the first time we did the beard board stuff. I remember you were on. That's right. Brian yeah, Blessed yeah, yeah. was on. Yeah. Um, who else? I can't remember who else. But Brian, yeah. That yeah, pair yeah. may have been on. Yes. That pair, yeah. That's the silky pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That yeah, was the first yeah, time we yeah. met. And that was the first time we tried yeah. that. Yeah, well, so because that would I, have been... I have that video because I right. use that for um, oh God, yeah. like a couple of. I used to send that to promoters and stuff. So I have. I actually have that very specific date on my. Right. I had not changed my computer in four years, and that yeah, that video yeah, that video is still on there. Yeah, Yeah. we had one of James actually that uh, James asked us to put on on YouTube at some point, and we still get random. I think it's gone off now. We took it off, didn't we? Yeah, um, he asked to. There there were some comment. There were loads of comments on it from random people, but you think no one knows that we put it on there. (laughs) But it was kind of like like, yeah, we put that on there. (laughs) (laughs) But it means nothing to anyone apart from us. Yeah. yeah. Basically, when they make a film of say your life or James's life, we'll be like the bit parts. Yeah. We do the video. You probably don't ever see us. Yeah. 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 So we've got two guys. Yeah. Movie about how I ended up killing all of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. We're, we're like the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think we can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Did yeah. you used to start? Didn't you do a double act thing? Yeah, I still thing? do it as well. It's yeah. called The Gentleman of Leisure with my friend Tom Neenan. And um, we did a couple of Edinburgh's of that, uh, cultural sketch comedy. Right. And we do, now we do a show every year in the British Museum. Okay. It's like a oh, fake cool. guided tour of some of the exhibits. We play two idiots who are bumbling people through right. kind of nonsense tour of several of the most precious artifacts in human history mm, right. um, and we, ju- we literally just did that last week and uh, oh, yeah it's a fun thing to do do you get many people who don't realise it's a joke or are they no, everybody clear that enough goes, uh, everybody that gets tickets to it knows no, what, it's, what it's about but people because ta- it looks like it looks like a tour mm. yeah. and people then just tag along and it's interesting <laughs> because about 50% of those people will go like one person said to somebody who we thought was just on the tour but was actually our producer and was like these guys don't <laughs> and like some people you could particularly see this time there were about three or four people on each tour who were going like who could hear people laughing right. and were mm. keying into it and that's really exciting because yeah. you could, they, they have no idea what's gone on yeah. but they know that this is yeah. not an actual tour and it's yeah. like, that's okay. exciting to see them kind of cotton on to what the hell's going on is that quite improvised or is that no scripted? no god rigorously scripted oh, is it? yeah 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 it's rigorously scripted I mean we're moving people around the museum oh, right. so there's an it has to have you know it has to be prepared to a certain extent okay. um, mm-hmm. must be great though to be sort of close contact with all the things that you're yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a really. I mean, it's you know, it's ridiculous that we get to do. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, these we're talking about like the Rosetta Stone, it's right? Like, yeah. it's kind of <laughs> why we understand Egyptian hieroglyphics and like yeah. we're there standing there making jokes next to it. It's, That's amazing! It's, wow, it's it's real fun. Yeah, really. How fun. many people do you have that you show around when you do it? Uh, it's I think it's a maximum of thirty per tour. Okay. So we do we try and do three in a night. The sort of mm. the whole thing is half an hour, but right. it's a lot of fun. Uh, it really is, yeah, it's one of the funnest things I get to do. How did that come about? What was... Well, we did cultural sketch comedy, and so the first year we did a show about various different cultural artefacts, and the next year we did a comedy show about yeah. the history and development of the novel. These shows were all as, you know, financially viable as you think they would be. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you do a sketch show about the novel, it's going to appeal yeah. to... It's A lot of people are, a lot of people are going to really you know, see it. Mm-hmm. But only a small percentage of them will like it. <laughs> but that percentage will really like it, right. in fairness. So yeah, it was, yeah. we weren't playing the numbers, but the people that enjoyed it really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so we did a couple of years of that. And then a friend of ours who produced some gigs had a sort of idle conversation with somebody at Glastonbury about who worked at the British Museum. And the museum were looking for sort of alternative programming because it's a sort of mm-hmm. thing with museums now. They want to yeah. have diverse range of events to offer people and mm, it, right. it's pure dumb luck pure yeah, yeah. blind luck wow. to be honest yeah. and how long have you been doing that for? Uh, we've done it once a year for the last three years right okay. yeah. cool. and did you meet the guy that you worked with uh, through university? Or yeah we met at university I was in a I was I went I was in a student sketch group with Tom Neenan who's my double act partner who's a radio writer um, and uh, is doing a character show in Edmund this year for the first time, which is really, oh, cool. and it's very good. I saw it a couple of weeks ago. Right. Um, and uh, Ed Gamble, who is okay. a stand-up comedian and podcast king. Yeah. Um, we booked. We for booked. A we just booked. Yeah, today, man. Actually. He's yeah. yeah. He, he is. He's doing his first hour, and it's going to be. Right. It's going to be really fucking good. Yeah, he's yeah. very good, and he. So they. They two. I. I. I mean, I see Tom all the time and I live with Ed so right, I've not right. branched yeah. out socially yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but we were all at university together yeah so yeah. we kind of started comedy together so. and was that Durham you were Durham right? yeah okay. so what did you study and was it ever your intention to go into comedy did it happen by accident or was uh, it I was doing English and history and 
I, it was something I was always interested in, and the opportunity just came up. You know, right. the, there was there was a society in the university called the Durham Review, which you know you do a bunch of shows at university, and then you go to Edinburgh every year. It's really great. Was this the same university that Wit Tank? Yeah, went to? we yeah. were at the so we were um, at the yeah, university we, yeah. at the same time as Wit Tank and. A couple of the beta males. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say a couple of the Beatles. A couple of the Beatles, <laughs> yeah. Hell. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were actually, we were yeah. at University of Ringo. Oh, um, oh cool. um, It was, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was a weird thing. Like, there were just a lot of comedians at Durham. But, mm-hmm. but, or there's right. a lot of people who persisted with it after university. Yeah. Who yeah, were yeah. all, you know, they're, they're, we're all friends with all of those guys. And it's, yeah. sometimes it is very strange yeah. when you, like it's amazing. It's a strange coincidence that mm. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but a nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We probably should call it. We so should because yeah. you've got to go on. Yeah, I've got to go on. Yes. I'm about to go. All right. So thank you very much, Nish. Thanks, Thanks very much. Boys. That was Nish Kumar. Bloody was Nishant Kumar. Yeah, that was bloody full name. It's good that you included his full name. Yeah. Uh, he is returning to Hitchamosi Comedy in June of this year, June 2014. So if you listen to it at the right time, mm-hmm. that's appropriate. He's previewing yeah. his next show. He's also on our London Mosi Comedy next month, March the 12th. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of chances to see him, which yes, is good. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we were just talking about this. What were recently? Uh, I last week we were up in um, Leicester, weren't we? Is up the right thing? Where up, is it on the UK? Uh, yeah, we're we're in Hertfordshire, so north. It technically is up. It's up the A1. So yeah. I, no, in fact, A1 or M1. In fact, so uh, we're not taking into account where you might live, the no. listener. We don't we don't know that. We assume you're probably London, London or thereabouts. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah. So probably up. Yeah, we were up in Leicester. It went well. It was good. Yeah, Leicester Festival, nice, yeah. nice little festival. We played. Is that to patronising? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> little festival. It's we, a big festival. It's the longest running comedy festival. Yeah. To us, just a little festival. Yeah. Uh, we played to at least twelve people. We did. So um, it was little for us. Yeah, and it always will be <laughs> yeah. in many ways. But it was good fun, and it we was. did a few radio interviews, didn't we? We did with uh, uh, I say student radio, but they were community radio station Demon FM. Yeah, that was good fun. They're more equipped than we are. Yes. Uh, and we did a little uh, video diary thing, which we'll share at some point. But it was good. It was good fun. Um, yeah. And we just thought we'd tell you that, just to prove that we don't just run a comedy night in Hitchin. Uh, next up, we have uh, an interview with Norman Lovett that was recorded this evening. We talk about various things, the sitcom he's involved in, his tour. But what's the point of me telling you this now when you can just listen to it for yourself? Indeed. So here we have Norman Lovett. So we're here with Norman Lovett. We are. Which is nice. Yep. Hello again. Second time. Second we've been time, yeah. Sat here. Um, you start your tour in a couple of days, don't you? I can't remember what I said first time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> no, I didn't talk about the tour. No, then. I didn't know yeah. about the tour then. But uh, yeah, just about to start it on Saturday at the Leicester um, Festival, Comedy right. Festival, okay. at six o'clock. So you must be at the end of the festival then. Is that finishing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, they yeah. put me on towards the end. Brilliant. Managed to fit me in. Six o'clock. No, it's good. It's good. The Leicester Festival. I enjoyed it last year. Because we had a big talk thing on stage, and Johnny oh, Vegas okay. was there, and I oh, hadn't right. seen him for years. I met him at, first time I met him was in Brighton, and he just said hello. He went oh, oh like that, right. and uh, for years. And then yeah. we finally had a chance to have a chat and stuff. He's a okay. great guy. So was he like interviewing you, or was it just? No, a... no, we're just me and him and two other comedians, Birdman, uh, Marcus Birdman. I've heard of the name Birdman and another comedian. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> we'll <laughs> Google it. Oh, we're not listening. Yeah. Uh, we, we we just spoke about comedy and being interviewed by the the man who uh, yeah. interviewed us. Oh, okay. <laughs> From Dave. By the way, it's Glenn and David. Yeah, Glenn and David. Yeah, I know, I know, but I don't know which is which. No, I yeah, never do, right. Neither do we. I'm it's getting fine. used to it because yeah. I've met you a few times now, yeah, haven't yeah. I? Just name stuff in our direction and one of us will answer. Yeah. 
So the show's called Old and New. Yeah. How much is old and how much is new out of interest, would you say? Or is it just sort of... I don't know, really. I mean, really, it's a case of... Someone tweeted me recently and said, do you still do this stuff about falling over in the street? Yeah. And the two sticks of uh, Kit Kat that you have in your pit, your pit pocket, your <laughs> top pocket. Pit pocket. Uh, I did a routine about that, you trip yeah. over. And I don't get up straight away, or like most blokes, they, they, they no, I didn't fall, I didn't yeah. trip then at all. You, yeah. you know, don't, don't stare at me. I just yeah. go down. Okay. <laughs> and relax in a reclining position yeah. and pull out my Kit Kat and sit and have a Kit Kat <laughs> and relax till I'm ready to Brilliant. It was all meant to happen. It was all meant to happen. Yeah. So I remember walking through Cambridge once with my girlfriend and her sister and she tripped over on like a speed bump. But she stayed there. She just laid her head on the floor like, oh, I give in. And it was just really, really funny. Just said, oh, is that it now? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah it's good. For... She really committed to it. So it was a similar yeah, approach. Yeah, uh, a bloke good. wouldn't do that. He, no. He's got to get up straight away. Nothing, <laughs> no one can put me on the deck. Yeah. I'm a bloke. <laughs> so someone specifically asked you about that. So they to, said, do, do, do you still do, do that? And yeah. I thought, God, I haven't done that for 20 years or whatever. Right. And so I've start, I thought, well, I'll bring that back because yeah. I've got a list of stuff, but there's some stuff I don't even, I've forgotten about. Right. So yeah. I'm trying to revive that because lots of people yeah. haven't seen it. The new, yeah, the newer yeah. audience haven't seen it at yeah. all. And it's not as if I've made, I've made two DVDs, but right. there's only a few hundred people yeah, got yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like, not, well, Stuart Lee, but I mean, I'm thinking of Lee Evans yeah. who, and yeah, uh, yeah. Paul. Uh, K, Peter K. Yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking their yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, yeah. yeah. Mind you, they still repeat stuff, don't they? Well, yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like karaoke, isn't it? Then people yeah. actually repeat it to them. Well, it's like the Monty of... Python reunion gig, isn't it? They're going to be doing mostly the old sketches, mm. and people well, want to see that, you know. Well, yeah, they will, but that's for money, isn't it? Yeah, and it was a bit of a shame as well the way they John they announced... uh, divorces. Yeah. I went to see yeah. his uh, live show on his own. It was really good because it was called the Animony Tour. And it began with him saying he's basically doing it just for his ex-wife. And he showed a shot of her at the cash machine. He went, there she is, taking my money out. And then it zoomed in on her hand, taking the cash out. There's all my money going there. It was brilliant. It was very funny. I guess you had to be there. Really they did a very funny. bizarre interview for um, Graham Norton, though. I don't know if you saw that, where all of them were together. No, I didn't. And they, I mean, whether they were sort of going for we all hate each other, I don't know if they were going for that on purpose, but yeah. that's the way it came across. Really I thought it was a shame the way they, they sold one day. And everyone obviously rushed to get tickets, mm. and then they instantly announced a load of other dates. So mm. Obviously, knew that all along. Yeah. Well, I, I won't be going. I heard it when I was twenty-one, and I thought this yeah. is different because yeah. I wasn't really a great fan of the Goons. I just right. yeah. I and and it came from the Goons. They were inspired by the Goons. Yeah. But I tell you, who my favourite was Michael Palin. Was always my favourite. Right. Uh, Python. He, yeah. he was, yeah. did some good characters. He's yeah. funny, very funny. Man. Like in the films, he's really good as the um, the dad, the sort of gruff northerner dad in Holy yeah. Grail. And the football mm. thing, he did a football series, didn't he? Yeah. About that supporter yeah, yeah. who got home yeah. and smashed his house up with these team losses. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, he was very good. Was good. <laughs> and, and teaching someone how to play football, what, what did, was it, what did he do teach a team? He was coaching. That. And he said, it's not all about. You want your legs, you yeah, yeah. the shorts, they, they don't they're nothing to do with it. Yeah. And he took them <laughs> off and threw them away. <laughs> don't need the shorts. They don't right. yeah, yeah. It was funny, I love that. I loved it. It was funny because they're doing that at the O2 and I I was listening to your uh, six music interview the other day and you were saying about how you don't really feel that comedy works in that sort of No, it wouldn't arena. for me, would it? No, I mean I wouldn't get the for one, I wouldn't get the audience. No. <laughs> <to start. laughs> yeah. But two, I wouldn't be right to 
I like more intimate, smaller places. Yeah. I mean, I've still I've still pulled it off in places like the Bloomsbury. That's a thousand yeah, and a half, right. and mm. places like that. Yeah. When I've done those uh, gigs for charity and stuff, you do your yeah. ten. I found yeah, I can still do it, but any bigger than that. Yeah. But then uh, Sean said to me, Sean Keaveney, when he was talking, he said, but he went to see CK, uh, TK Maxx, and Eddie said, it was American comic, CK Lewis. I don't know, I don't know, actually. Do you know CK Lewis? No, no, no. He's very funny. Right. And he did uh, O2, and he said he totally pulled it off. Right, okay. He he got to everyone in the whole place. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, Yeah. I've never seen comedy in that size of venue. I've seen Peter Kay's DVD of him doing the O2, but then you see a lot of, they've got a lot of screens up. So a lot of people are watching it almost like watching it on TV. Well, you've got to have because screens you, up. Because you back, you can't even see the face. I mean, screens have been going since the up. 80s when I went to see... I mean, Phil McIntyre promoted me and Paul Merton. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arnold Brown and Nick Revel. We did the Brave New okay. Comedy. I think we were one of the first comedy things that he did. Right, oh, really? Right. With right. Phil, I think, and, and Rick Mayo. Yeah. We did a tour and we did a place... And and, it, and he was putting on music. He was doing music then, and we right. got some tickets. Went to see Boy George okay. at Wembley somewhere, yeah. and the screens were up then. Right, yeah. you know, so yeah. it had to happen because you just can't. Yeah, you can you can create that atmosphere. Yeah, with yeah. screens, it's important. Yeah, yeah. but, but I can can't. understand that with music, but with comedy, it's just a bit strange. I think yeah. because I suppose yeah. unless it's like really strong character comedy, where you can just sort of throw it out there. But uh, and isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. But if if Sean said, said that he, he enjoyed it, then surely yeah, yeah. that's good. I haven't been, so perhaps no. I would go and say this is good. Yeah. But to see it on DVD, I think it loses everything. I yeah. think a lot mm. of stand up loses it when, when you've, yeah. it's on a film. You watch it on DVD. Yeah. It yeah. loses it on TV. Yeah. It's not the same. You got live no. is the best thing. With oh yeah. Because you're part yeah. of it then, aren't you? Is yeah. The thing. Yeah. Um, you were saying uh, briefly before we started recording this about your uh, filming a sitcom pilot. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, it's called sit.com. It's name. by David Badil and Barnaby Slater, who's a young comic. He's written, he's right. written, wrote, written it with, who, who wrote it, it with, <laughs> and uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's good. I'm going to say that, aren't I? Yeah, but yeah. I really, uh, I'm a very truthful person, and uh, I think I think it's you know I think it's got a good chance of be, being a series. But right. we're, we're filming the actual pilot next week okay. in Streatham, St Reatham. Okay, and uh, <laughs> we've been rehearsing all this week, so it's all come at the same time for me. You're yeah. doing all the this stuff, so it, it feels like I've really got a career. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so this pilot is it going out on Channel, Channel Four? Channel Four, yeah. Oh, fantastic. I don't know when, but I think mm. there's a few pilots that get commissioned and they put them out. Oh, is it oh, like yeah. the comedy well, lab? Thing? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's the same they, when they I did yeah. like I did something. It's called Comic Asides. Right, my mm. series. I love it, and oh, the, yeah. there were eight or. Oh, pilots yeah. shown, right, and there were two commissioned, and I was one of them for the series, right? Okay, only one series, yeah. but I still did it. I still got one. I'd love to. That's another thing I'd like to do. I'm working on a script at the moment. I'd really like to do. That'd be good if I could do another series as yeah, well. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. I'd be yeah. really happy with that. And yeah. then I, I'm not saying I'd, I want to die after that. No. <laughs> I'm just like. It'd be good, it'd be good to get yeah. that in. You know. Well, perhaps if this other series gets made, that might sort of help spur on. Yeah, that, you well, know. that's, you know, you know yeah. what the business is. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> fingers crossed, yes. anyway. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, what's the sort of premise of the sitcom? What's the thing? The well, it's a, it's a computer family, young kids. Um, the mother is, uh, is not the mother of Belle. Belle's one of the main characters, she's 17. Okay. And she's online all the time and sending messages out. And, and then she's got this, uh, my son, I'm granddad, and right. Dave Lamb is my son. Okay. Uh, he's married 
um, the mother of Belle and yeah. and uh, I've forgotten the character's <laughs> name. But and it, and there's another young girl, seventeen, who's Alice. She she just she only does a line, but she does a few. Uh, Flip, flip right. over, uh, what do you hand in the background and stuff. And then I'm a computer, I'm a computer guy. I live in a right. shed. Okay. And I'm, I'm into computers. He's right. a granddad, but he's, yeah. he's into computing and he, do, and he does a few, uh, some naughty things on Wikipedia. Okay. And that's uh, so why I can't say anymore because otherwise yeah, it spoils yeah. it. Oh, and, and then you've got Simon Evans, yeah. who's the neighbour next right. door who used to work for MI5 or MI6. <laughs> oh, okay. And he's very funny with, with his right. cap on next door. Yeah. So you, are you, when you say filming, are you filming in front of a live studio No, audience? no, it'll be at a house oh, in, right. in Streatham. Oh, I see, it's on location. And, uh, yeah, it'll be filmed with single camera stuff. Oh, and, cool. Uh, yeah, one of those. Oh, that's, so it's not a studio audience? No, so it I'm, wouldn't, it wouldn't, I don't, I don't know. I think it's right, well, the way they're doing it is right without a studio audience. I, li- so. I like that, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's got a nice, I love, love that style. So there'll be, will there be a laughter track on it? I don't know it? about the laughter track. Yeah, I really no. don't know. What about Uncle? What was that done on? That, that? I haven't seen it yet. That hasn't got a laugh track, actually. No. Uh, no, that is just a. It hasn't got a laugh track. No, no. Well, that to me, that worked very that works well. Really well. I don't, yeah, I'm, from, I'm, my, from my memory, I can't remember now. Yeah, I don't no. think it has. I met. But that's all done in locate on the. Yeah, I met it? Nick Helm last uh, when I did the Century Club. For okay. Century thing. Oh yeah, right. And I met him there. He's a nice guy. And He's he is, lovely. Yeah, yeah. We, we used to have. Well, in fact, he sort of when he was starting out, he came here loads. Uh, in fact, he came here last year. Was he here last yeah, year? Yeah, he was here a couple of months ago. I think. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, Fantastic. great. So I was really pleased meeting him, and I said I've heard some good things about mm. Uncle. Yeah, and oh, I yeah, love that little good. boy's haircut. Yeah, yes, uh, and he's good. That boy, little yeah. boy, yeah. and the, the wife, the whole lot, the yeah. whole. Yeah, you yeah. know, you've got to have a strong cast, and I think that's what it what it's got. Yeah, yeah. so good. It's bizarre. He used to work in a pub in St Albans, and I used to gig there quite a lot with the band. So. We sort of knew each other but didn't know of each other. And it was only afterwards when somebody else, a mutual friend, said, oh, yeah, that's a guy that Nick Helm used to work in the bar. And it's like really bizarre. You know, when you, you see someone but you don't remember their face and all of a sudden it becomes that other person. But like, he's musical as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah. But he said, he said to us when he came to Hitchin, it was one of the sort of first times he'd tried adding music into his stand-up yeah. because he needed to fill time. So, so he'd, he'd offered him 20 minutes. <laughs> he said 20 minutes and he sort of thought, I feel some time, I'll do a song. So we did a song at Mostly Comedy in Hitchin and he said that was from that point onwards he sort of went right. That's now I'm going to do music as well. So yeah. we feel yeah. like somehow we were part of that. He, he was very nervous when he was doing this uh, uh, show at the Century Club there. He said, because he hadn't right. done anything since August or something. Okay. And I said, oh, uh, Sarasa. I said, he'd be fine. It's a lovely little place. Yeah. Lovely, right. you know, just like your venue. It's right. a not lovely yeah. atmosphere. And that's, okay. that's a start, isn't it? If yeah, you, yeah. you know, just enjoy it. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. he did. I suppose he's been thinking about his sitcom so much. He's probably spent all the time. Yes, it's true. Well, it does. It, I, yeah, it does. When I did Red Dwarf, I remember you, I still did gigs, but they were few and far between. Right. Because you committed to saying, oh, you've got to yeah. be here at the weekend. Every mm-hmm. weekend we're at Manchester sort of filming it, you know, right. the two series of that. So, What did you do when you, when you were playing Holly? Did you learn all the dialogue or did you read? No, I didn't actually. Right, I had yeah. an auto cue on okay. there and... Uh, I really like that. It's yeah. great because you're hidden away. You've got a bored camera man right. in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think else? I did some episodes where I had less lines and didn't. I said, no, I, don't, I won't do it with the autocue. I know that I know yeah. all the lines. And, and uh, he, he was really bored, the cameraman. I remember that. And you're sitting away and they're all on stage. But the thing is, I could, uh, I could hear them laughing. I could still time my mm. gags, right. even though yeah. the audience were. Yeah. Out there. Yeah, yeah. And I do love timing gags with that, but even doing this sitcom, 
with David Bedell, I know that you know you can still. Yeah. I know the timing. You still yeah, got to yeah. have your timing, don't mm, you? Yeah. yeah. Could you see the other cast of Red Dwarf Tour? Did you have a monitor or anything, or were you literally just at the camera? Uh, the I th- yeah, I can't remember if I had a monitor. I don't think I looked at it much because, yeah, no. I did have a monitor of what they were doing. Right. But I did know what they were doing because I've yeah. been in rehearsals with them all yeah, week at North Acton, yeah. which is no lo- long, longer exists. No, no. Great big place. Did you ever go to it? No, but I know they used to do a lot of stuff there. Eight yeah. stories floors and everything right. and one day I went on a lift and yeah. Paul Daniels and Debbie McGee <laughs> she went hang on a minute you know I said yeah okay <laughs> and she lifted he lifted all this equipment and I had to share right. the lift with them okay. I didn't say a word oh, really I didn't say a word no I didn't right. I thought I oh yeah sweet, really just looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. I think they, I think Python actually used to rehearse there quite a lot. Um, in was it just and, floors and of rehearsal? Tony Hancock did yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I never. Uh, all I saw, I remember. Oh yeah, Fools and Horses. Uh, oh, yeah. We we met right. them. You meet them at lunch. Yeah. You see tables. There's Fools and Horses. Oh, that's Red Dwarf. Yeah. No one had heard of that then because right. we've just started. And it was yeah, it's uh, it's very sad when you hear about these places going. Yeah. yeah. It's and quite even, strange, isn't it? And even the place at, at Manchester. Where we recorded it, that BBC build, that's gone. As so well. you recorded in Manchester, you didn't record in um, London? No, Manchester. They oh, do really? it in London now because they're still doing it on Dave. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, of course, yeah, Dave. Yeah. 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 <laughs> still does it. And, yeah. uh, and the tube studios are gone as well right. in Newcastle. I, yeah. I went there uh, once and uh, did an interview with Jules and uh, Paula Yates. Yeah, and that was very exciting oh, to do that. Yeah. And uh, that's gone. And I thought, well, I hope there's yeah. plaques going up. Yeah. at these places because you know they yeah. should they should be it's yeah. like Television Centre isn't it the fact that they've closed that just seems yeah. crazy yeah really. very sad I, I really would love to have been able to do something there been able to record something there it would have been amazing we went there once didn't we I, I went to see Paul Daniels there funny enough did you doing Wipeout yeah the game show Wipeout I went that to see that fun. Yeah, that was fun it was fun it was you fun. went to see a game show called who, who? Wipeout, Wipeout. Yeah, I remember. Who Bob Monkos used to do it and then Paul Daniels did it oh, and I saw yeah. it Paul Daniels did you it you went to, in the audience I know you would wonder why why did you do that I had nothing going on in my life really <laughs> <laughs> times were hard I had to find I, some entertainment I always wanted to go but I never ever went to any live recordings only, in fact the oh, really? first time I'd been to a live recording or something was when we went to watch um, oh, House of Fools House of Fools recently the Vic and Bob thing yeah, uh, House, uh, I'm, I know it's doing well, isn't it? Yeah, well, they're yeah, saying something about they weren't going to make another series. It's just not my cup of tea. Oh, really? They're not my cup of tea. Oh, really? really? I just, okay. it's, I, I, I just say, oh, no, here we go. I, right. I, I, don't, I don't know, it's just not yeah. for me. It's a very specific style, isn't it? And they're so yeah. sort of loose. You've got very, I mean, we, we said, but you've got great performers, all individually great performers, but just didn't fit together. Just none of yeah, it really good fit point. together. I did yeah. watch the first one. It just yeah, which is the one weird, we saw, wasn't You've it? got yeah, a good yeah, point, yeah. because yeah. the, the neighbour's very good, she's yeah. very good. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got that bloke from the IT crowd yes, playing Barry, the yeah. same character. Same character. Yeah, he, and yeah, I just he does very much. You're just me. weakening your character yeah, from the IT crowd, yeah. I felt. But, you know, a job's a job, and he's well, good at he's good at the character. He's great at it. Yeah. I really like the uh, Angelos guy. What's his name? The actor's name? The guy who uh, plays the guy Angelos. with the sort of beard. Not yeah, the beard. I can't the... remember what his real name is. He's very good. Mm. But I can't remember his name. Oh, he's not the one that's moaning about Dan getting an audience for Brian Gittins, is it? No, not him. He's... The one who does stuff with him, not David Earl. He's moaning yeah. about not getting an audience on Leicester. Yeah. So I so I retweeted him. He didn't yeah. thank me or anything. Oh really? But yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I'm trying to help you here. Brian oh, yeah. Gittins, yeah, he's great. We we had we've had him a couple of times actually. Yeah. 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 
Is he all right? He's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's great. If he, perhaps guy. he doesn't like me. I just thought I'd retweet him. But perhaps, you know, he's got miles more followers than me. So. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he's always you know. come across really well. I mean, we, yeah. we've always got on very well with him. I have to say, what's really I, always nice about you, Norman, is you always retweet stuff for us. Yes, and, and it I really like does help. Because sometimes... I try... I, I retweet lost animals. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I did notice that. Um, and Causes that I don't... You know, things that are bad. And just, yeah, retweet that. I think Katie... What's that Hopkins uh, picture of oh, her with yeah. her children? Yeah. Yeah. And then someone said, "Yeah, think of the kids, right? Yeah. You know." And I said, "Well, I said I'm not retweeting it for no. her kids. I, I'm retweeting it because I feel sorry for you know yeah. those kids. I don't know. I don't know. That is weird, mm. Hopkins. Yeah. That's a, a, she's yeah. playing a character there, but the kids look suicidal. Oh, they do. Yeah. They I'm surprised. Look, but yeah, anyone like I think who did I re- retweet the other day? Uh, Lucy Beaumont. I've okay. never met her. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, is she? retweeted me once or something said yeah. something nice on there and then I heard yeah. a Radio 4 thing I thought oh I like her yeah. it's never yeah. met her no but but Twitter it's needs great. more of that that's the yeah. trouble we're you all get in it together aren't we yeah, we're all trying get, to what's the harm in the pressing yeah. retweets it's, it's not it's, a big deal it is doesn't it? take a second no. does it no. just, but it's like some people just don't do they? and we have some acts we, we book here yeah. and they don't not to name anyone but no yeah. but they don't retweet it at all well David Blaine follows me you know oh really and he's never retweeted any anything of mine oh really so that so I may stop following him because he's only got 3 million followers or something yeah. now I, I saw his show did you see the one with Ricky Gervais no, no. Did, did you not see it no. he pushed this needle through his bicep right and it came right and Ricky Gervais is going no don't do that <laughs> you imagine Ricky and it, it came right out it, right it didn't come right out it just came out with the skin on the end of it oh. but didn't pierce and like it was poking oh. through the skin then he pulled it out oh. again I think and I thought worse. this bloke and he and he drank this kerosene is it yeah. With loads of water, right, and then kerosene, and he's blowing this these things. I've forgotten how the trick went, right. But I thought he, there was an act that did that years ago, a hundred years ago or something, mm. and he, he died, right. Okay. And I thought, I said, this bloke, I tweeted, and I said, this man is a real artist. I yeah, think he's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And next minute I knew David Blaine is following you. <laughs> <laughs> That's an achievement. Brilliant. So I thought he's brave. Yeah, you've, you've got Dynamo now. Yeah. Have you seen Dynamo? I've not seen the programme, but I've seen all the trailers, and he looks really, really good. You don't yeah. see. I know, you know, I know we're being tricked. We're used yeah. to it with the yeah. bending spoon man. Yeah, Yuri Geller. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, who I, I can't stand him. My favourite bit of graffiti I ever saw was in uh, the, where was it? The Hope and Anchor in... Islington, and it said, Yuri Geller is a bender, which I thought was good on two levels, yeah. Yeah, because he yeah, literally he's is a, a bender. Yeah. He's a, <laughs> in many yeah, ways. He really is. I yeah. mean, I did a show, Ruby Wax, I don't know, whether you'd be in your prams, Probably. would you? Probably. <laughs> uh, Ruby, Don't Miss Wax, it was called. Okay. She had two series of a chat show on Channel yeah. 4, late on a Friday night. Right. And I played a spoof floor manager that used okay. to interrupt the guests. He's quite funny, bits and pieces. And he was a guest. And uh, at the end... You were all together, the band played, had a big band playing, all the guests and the credits were all up. And I went up to him, I didn't, no one told, you know, I just did this ad lib, no one knew about it. I went up to him with a banana, right? <laughs> you know, as if yeah. to say, look, I've bent this or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Paul Jackson said, Kurt, we're going to have to do the finish again. And he said, no, no, no. He said, well, don't do the banana thing because uh, he's not happy about it. He wasn't very happy about his aim. Oh, really? And I went for. <sighs> Right, yeah. loud. He hasn't mm. even got a sense of humour. No, you no. can't even laugh at yourself. He's yeah. a very serious man. He does strike me as a very serious. And all that stuff, and I, I sort of got quite hooked on him. And I went on YouTube and I found this bloke that was going after him. Right. Uh, 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 calling really? him a fraud. Not not physically. Just right. saying. He, I I I hear. But he's quite an old man. He said, Yuri Geller is a fraud. 
and right. here's the proof. <laughs> and he said, you know, when they say, here's, some piece of, here's a piece of paper, I can't do his accent. <laughs> <laughs> you draw on it, you put, yeah. do whatever you want on it. I will turn away, I will cover my eyes. You do it and turn away. I'll yeah. turn away. And why do you have to cover your eyes if you're turning your back? <laughs> because he said he's got a little reflector, oh, okay. like a wing mirror type mm. thing on, on right. a finger or a nail, I don't know, <laughs> where he could actually see what the person oh, really? was drawing. And Ruby Wax had drawn this whatever. Yeah. And Ruby, Ruby and Ruby's going, like, going, oh, you're wonderful, you know, great. And he, he said, look, you, I think this is coming through the airwaves. Now, look, is this it? And she went, oh, my God, you know, and I thought, oh, fraud. I can't, yeah, you know, it's yeah. got to be, it's got to be a trick. It's worse, isn't it? It's not so bad if it's a magician. A magician, that's what they do. But when it's someone who sort of professes to be not a medium, but in that sort of... Well, he ilk. did, didn't he? I yeah. think he did. There was a oh, program. Michael Jackson, when, wasn't it? Yeah, in Michael yeah. Jackson, yeah. he knew yeah. him. And then, but he said John Lennon gave him a gold egg. Right. But I'm just wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering whether John Lennon was taking the mickey out. Yeah, him, quite you know. possibly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very bizarre. <laughs> Have you ever seen um, Ian de Montford, the Tom Binns character? Do you know Tom Binns? He does Ivan Brackenbury and... Because he does a... Oh, yeah, the radio yeah. host. Yeah, yeah, radio yeah, host. yeah, yeah. yeah. but he yeah. does the ben spirit... The yes. spirit medium thing. And it's brilliant because what he basically does is he uses all the same sort of tricks that Yuri Geller does. And it sort of blurs the line, doesn't it? Because yeah. it's part comedy and then he'll do something like a cold reading that will be really spot on. And mm. you'll go, you know. And I spoke to him about it. He said he can see how people like Yuri Geller start to believe their own sort of myth. Because sometimes you'll make a few sort of guesses, stabs in yeah. the dark, and you'll get it right and the crowd will go wild. And he said it's a bit like having an ad lib in a, in a comedy thing. And he yeah. said you sort of, you get the fire and you think I can do this, I'm actually psychic. Mm. And then you start to believe it and then it just goes off on one. Essentially but it's the same thing as someone like Yuri Geller doing a show. But, yeah. but because it's been labelled as comedy, mm. people laugh at it. But you think actually if you labelled Yuri Geller as comedy, people would probably laugh at it. Because yeah. you think well, it's exactly the same. Almost what he's doing is yeah. the same thing, isn't it? But yeah. he's very good, he's worth watching. Yeah. He's, very, he's very clever, isn't yeah. he? Um, well, I wouldn't go to see him. No, what Yuri Geller or uh, Yuri Geller? Yeah. Or um, well, the the the, 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 the character you spoke yeah. me about was was very yeah. good. I did yeah. a show yeah. with him years ago. Okay, and he was great. So one other thing we say about the last time, but since the last interview, did we did our um, sitcom pilot with with you and Michael Bramwell? We did. Oh, yes, that's that happened. Right. In, yeah. uh, that must so, have been about a year ago. Now. Soho Theatre, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that, yeah, coming up to a year ago. Yeah. How did you think it went? Was was it a year ago? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was last March, well, I think. Yeah, because we're going back there to do a show that, uh, just a stand-up show this year, actually. But yeah, yeah, we're going back there again soon. So yeah, it was, must be coming up to a year ago. I can't remember much about it. <laughs> no. It, was, was, uh, like it all went very quick. That's right. I think, I, I don't know, what did the director say? He was in the audience. He, he was happy with it. He, he said, all things him. considered, considering the sort of time we had and everything, he thought it was good. And we had some people, in industry people, who gave like feedback at four, the end. was there? Four producers, or I think they were... Yeah, uh, I think it was Head of Channel 5 Comedy. Someone from Paramount? Paramount Comedy, you yeah. seem to remember? I can't remember who else. And they mostly said good things. They're, um, They're very positive about you and yeah. uh, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less so about us. Well, me, it was perfect for me that that was a floor was. manager it type was. role. That yes. I, right. I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm all right. It's yeah. like doing granddad in this right. uh, David Bedill thing. I haven't got many lines, but they're great yeah. lines, and I just come in. Right. I know way. all my lines. Yeah. You just come in at the right time. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like being on stage, doing a stage play sort of mm, thing for right. me. But yeah, it's great. It, 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 as soon as I read it, I thought, yeah, I can do this. I'm yeah. right for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And the same with, with yours. Right. Mm. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to commit myself to tape to tell you. No. But uh, yeah. I do know that I'm reading a book at the moment called, uh, I don't know, I, t I just told uh, Nat, Lassimi. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was looking for a book on screenwriting. Right. She's a great yeah. writer, isn't she? Yeah. Nah. 
And I said, well, I'm reading this one that uh, the writer of uh, Father Ted and IT Crowd suggested. I follow him on Twitter. Do you, yeah. Um, Linehan? Graham Linehan. Linehan. Yeah. And it's called Screenwriting 101 by film critic Hulk. Right. And it's written in capital letters. So I'm halfway through it. And it's so helpful. Really? For mm-hmm. writing, it was for screenplays, but it's good right. for any sort of writing yeah. about your characters, how to f- yeah, think. Yeah. And, and I just thought, I'm going to read this f- through first before I carry on with my script to see if right. I learn mm. anything. And I'm learning things, yeah, I'm okay. learning things. It's worth a look yeah. at. Yeah. You never, the thing is, I think that's the thing about comedy, uh, being 67 now, you talk to young comics or any comic, I just say, you never stop learning, really. You know, yeah. I'm still yeah. learning. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not exactly. I didn't go from come from Oxbridge, so no. it's, it's <laughs> easier for them, isn't it? So, well, yeah. But you don't stop learning if you if you think you know it all. You you might yeah. as well pack up. But what I thought was lovely about when we did that pilot, all the feedback about you and about Michael Barrymore was just so positive, and mm. particularly for Michael Barrymore because I think there's oh, that, that God, sort of loaded yeah. thing. It was quite worrying, wasn't it? I I wasn't sure how it would come across, how he would more uh, more just received, what the audience you know. would be like. But actually, it was a really warm. Reception and um, from the first they were line, really happy yeah, that he was from there. The first yeah. line There's delivered. a load of people love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it was fantastic, and it was because I think it was an industry-based audience. Yeah. They they had a different understanding of him, and they they, they were see of, beyond the bullshit. see beyond the bullshit stuff, and they were looking at him as he's a great performer. You know, he yeah, is a great it, performer. It, it wasn't Jimmy Savile, was no, it? Exactly. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, he you know he just should have stayed at the house or whatever. Some yeah. someone died in his pool at a yeah. party. Yeah. You know, it's just oh. But he's just such a lovely bloke, and he just gets mm. that sort of never-ending. I think he's doing beginning to do really well. Now, he is, yeah. yeah. And I think that's you, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in some way we felt that. Well, yeah. And I think because the show, yeah, they're showing Strike It Lucky again on day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I, I hope that he gets that. I watched the Strike It Lucky. You just think he's so good, so funny, yeah. and quick with the so people, sharp. and the people love him. Yeah, yeah. great. And what was nice as well doing the sitcom pilot, he's also a very good actor. He's really good at doing the understated mm. stuff, which is quite surprising yeah. for someone who's so known for that sort yeah. of brash. Yeah. No, it was well, lovely. It was really well, nice. Norman, funnily enough, Norman Wisdom did a good part as a cancer patient play. Do you oh, wasn't that, that with the guy well, Fulton was Mackay? Serious. Wasn't he in it as I well? I think so. Yes, yeah. and that was the serious part. It's quite funny how some comics can do those mm. roles really well, as well as yeah. anybody, any actor. Really, Norman loved it. And uh, Norman, Norman, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, he'd be great. And Norman Wisdom <laughs> was just this multi-talented, amazing. Yeah. Before, he was an amazing musician oh, as well. Yeah, he could play like every. Oh gosh, yeah, he's one of those tiny men that with loads of energy. Yeah. When did he die? He died recently, didn't he? Wasn't it about about eight years ago, something like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, early 2000s. Something like that. Yeah. But he just had so much energy and he always did, didn't yeah, he? It was just brilliant. brilliant. What time does the show start? Yeah, we probably should, we should end. end. Yes, yeah. we get ready to end. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to us. No, morning. it's all right. Thank you. I mean, I can talk all, all night, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it next time. And that was Norman Lovett. Yes. Right there. Um, I wanted to ask Norman about his pet pug, Elvis, who we talked about in our previous uh, oh, yeah. thing. But yeah. I didn't ask him. I've got it written down in front of me right now. Didn't ask him that. No, I had that, actually. And I had it on the bottom of my page. I turned it over to see what else we had written yeah. down. And I saw uh, How Is Elvis written down and I wanted to say it, but I thought it's going to come out of the blue and be completely out of context. Yeah, you so. might think we were referring to the popular rock and pop yes. singer. Um, do check out Norman's tour. It starts uh, two days from when we record this, uh, mm-hmm. 22nd uh, yeah. of uh, February, but it's playing various places, Nottingham, I think York, uh, yeah. Leicester Square Theatre. starts in nice. Leicester, doesn't it? It starts at Leicester Festival. Yeah, it? it does, and it does Leicester Square Theatre. Basically, mm-hmm. anything with Leicester in the title. Yes. Uh, and also, keep an eye out for his uh, pilot for the Channel 4 sitcom, which should be on in the next few months, mm-hmm. hopefully. Uh, also, do listen to the other episodes of the More Than Mostly Comedy podcast, featuring people like Phil Jupiters, Phil Kay, Sean Hughes, Sean Hughes 
more of Norman Lovett yeah. and various other people. It's worth a listen. Uh, you can also listen to Nathaniel Metcalf, who was also on tonight, but we didn't have time to interview. Indeed. Uh, next month's Mostly Comedy in Hitching, if you happen to be listening to us at the right time, uh, features Richard Herring yeah. and David Trent as well and Matt Green. We also have Stuart Lee coming up in the coming months. So mm-hmm. do go on the website, book tickets, because they're all going super quick. That's a lot of information there, David, that I wrote down as you were saying it. Oh, good. That's all nice. of it. So now I know all of these So you can do all those things. things. Yeah, yeah, I am. You all can book tickets. Things. I'm going to book tickets for everything. You do realise you don't have to book tickets. Do You're not? the one that stands to my right. Oh, yeah. So you don't need to pay. I mean, you can pay. So what I wrote down here was just a waste yeah, of just, time. Yeah, just, just rip it up. It's okay. not necessary. Okay. Really not necessary. I will, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully see you next month. Hope you listen to more of the podcast. Follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter. At yeah, Doggett Fgrave. Do that. Follow us separately as well. At Glyn Doggett. At David underscore Fgrave. So you how can come I, you got the underscore? What, what happened with I that? Could, obviously, presumably, I think I checked David Fgrave had already gone. Oh, really? Possibly could have been See, me. That's what you get for having a really common name. Yeah, like David very F-grave. common name. I mean, David yeah. Fgrave is a very common name. Seems to be. Me and the guy who designed the drum skin on the Sgt. Pepper album. Exactly. At least two people. You want to be a Glyn Doggett as none of those. But, well, as one of those is me. Well, yeah, that's exactly. It. But I think it may even be that I possibly registered an address myself before and then forgot it. And so you are the... I'm, you I'm are fucking myself up. Fucking yourself up. Which is what I'm going to do when I go home tonight. I'm going nice. to fuck myself up. And on that note... Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> uh, oh. Noises. Noises. Bye. Bye.